Hey. hey, welcome to the Blessed and Elevated Podcast. We are your host, Evie. And I'm Kid Destiny. And on this podcast, we'll be talking about life, entrepreneurship, faith, relationships, and everything in between. If you're in need of motivation and laughter, tune in for a new episode each and every Wednesday on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to stay in tune with us on a daily basis, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Blessed and Elevated Podcast. Thanks, Thanks for tuning, tuning in. in. Stay blessed and, and keep, keep elevating. And we are back. Hey, girl. Hey, boo thing. We're shaking. We're shaking. It's been a week. Yeah. Haven't seen you. And I, my child goes to your school. (laughs) How you been? Uh, It's been a week. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you. It's been a week. It's emotional roller coaster. Just dealing with you know everyday life stressors, life. Had to do some stuff for my dad this week, and it's just been you know a little trying, but. I'm here. Hey. Amen. How you been? I'm good. You know, I did my best to keep myself in a good mental and physical place. Your girl was getting some squats. And, uh, ooh, ooh. You know, I was in the gym heavy this week. Oh, we so duck walking. I'm proud of myself. Yes. I'm proud of, myself. I'm proud of you too. Thanks. She working off of both of us. <laughs> if somebody got to do it. So, so we, we back, back, y'all. Oh, what's been going on? What's going well, on in the world? Hold on. What? Technically, we're not back. They didn't get the first episode we recorded. <laughs> All right. So, we're here. <laughs> Welcome to the Blessing Elevator Podcast. Right. And we just coming in here like no introduction. Sorry, y'all. That's because we recorded the episode. And because of technical difficulties, <laughs> it didn't get uploaded. So, this feels like our second episode when it's technically y'all first episode. Y'all just get here. Y'all late. Y'all gotta catch up. That's all. That's all that, that is. So welcome to the Blessed and Elevated Podcast. Uh-huh. So we really gotta do an introduction. I mean, all right. I'm K Destiny. Okay. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Uh tell us a little bit about yourself, K Destiny. Who teacher, entrepreneur, Christ follower, mm-hmm, beautiful mm-hmm. black woman, just Love trying it. to thrive in, in life. Yes. Oh, and God. single, if anybody daddy listening. Okay, daddy. Single daddy. Daddies and uncles. Yeah. <laughs> we, we out here looking for the uncles too. How about you, girl? Um, yes, my name is Ebony or Abby, as y'all know me. As um, I am a mother. I am an entrepreneur. I am tired, y'all. Like mom life make you sleepy. Um, I am also single and ready to mingle. <laughs> It's hard out here for us pimps, y'all. That's like, <laughs> it really is. You know, it's hard out here for us. Y'all hear that vocal? That, that reverb? But yeah, we decided to start this blessing. We really have to do a whole re-intro. Anyway, we decided to start the Blessing Elevated Podcast. Maybe we can steal the other one if it's still available. Uh, no, let's make it authentic. For All right, cool. One. Hey, y'all. Y'all can handle <laughs> that. Uh, Ebony has a business called Elevate Her. I have two businesses. I have Elevate Her, which is my women's motivational empowerment movement. And I have Simply Sinai Studios, which is my photographic photography company, um, which is also an event entertainment company as well. So dual businesses in one. Um, and both of them you can find at underscore Elevate Her underscore or at Simply Sinai Studios on Instagram. And K Destiny has two businesses. <laughs> Uh, I have the Blessed Panor brand, which is a faith-based clothing brand, and we will be branching out with our first digital product coming really soon. I'm working on it now. But uh, yeah, I sell you know, hats, t-shirts with slogans and sayings that just represent being 
a follower of Christ and entrepreneur. I also have an education-based business that sells digital products, apparel, and anything they need in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then and I have my bomb, own personal brand. It's bomb stuff, guys. Go on her, follow her webpage and her um, Instagram. And follow her as well. So because we have Elevate Her and we have the Blessed Manor brand, we thought it would be smart and cute to put it together and make the Blessed and Elevated podcast. Mind <laughs> you, um, we talk about a lot all the time. Our regular everyday conversations turn into 30-minute, 40-minute powwows and you know, some of the stuff y'all could take back and learn from it just as much as we learn from each other. So we decided to give our gifts back to the world. And make those conversations heard to everybody because the way we pour life into each other and the way we feel so, no pun intended, elevated after having those conversations, we feel like the world needs to hear mm-hmm. what we share within each other so that you can be motivated as well. Yeah. So we hope you guys are going to like this podcast and we welcome you and thank you for tuning in. And if you've gotten this far, <laughs> make sure to tell a friend and to tell a friend about this podcast. Yes, follow us at the Blessed and Elevated Podcast on Instagram. Um, and be sure to tag us in whatever your reposts are. We will be reposting this week um, any of our new flower, flowers, <laughs> followers. Um, and we thank y'all for taking time out of your busy weeks to listen to us. And we will upload every Wednesday. Wednesday. So let's get into the the nitty gritty of what we're here for today. So we're starting out on some current events. What's going on this week? Um, this is heavy. This is really heavy. Um, but it is it's out there, so we're gonna talk about it. This fourteen year old boy that um fell off a ride at a theme park, and unfortunately. Someone had sent me the video before I even heard about the story or read the headlines anywhere. So I opened the video just expecting to see something completely different. Not that, at least. And when I watched it, like my entire heart sank. It is just a very horrible thing to witness. It's very horrible that somebody even recorded it and thought to upload it online. It is a tragedy that shouldn't have happened. And even in some of the other videos, because there are other people recording. No one was recording it as if they were recording it. his death. They were recording it because, you know, your friends are on a ride and you're just trying to get your friend's reaction. And they just so happen to catch, you know, his the, the tragic moment. Um, but there's some other people that recorded it from different angles. And you can see just at the beginning of the ride that he shouldn't have even been allowed on that ride. Like, you know, you go certain places and they tell you, you know, you're either too small, too short, too tall, too big to be on certain type of rides. And it was clear as day that he did not fit into the seat. It was clear as day that the harness did not fit over his body. You could see that the harness on everybody else had completely locked in and his harness was still raised. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't see anything like I. I don't know the real. It, it's horrible. It you could just see that you know somebody should have in their right mind said, "Sweetie, you can't, you can't, you gotta spit this one out." So it was that he it wasn't locked secure then. So the story is that he it he wasn't all the way locked in, and then there's like the only thing that was on that was holding him on the ride was the overhead buckle, okay. and there was supposed to be a belt buckle that snapped, mm-hmm. but. Some people are saying that belt buckle that comes down here was never snapped mm. because the overhead was too high up. It wasn't it wasn't all the way pulled oh, down. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, when you get on a ride, you pull that overhead part down. You hear the click, 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 click. Yeah. Apparently his then click, 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 click. 
So um, that's what I'm saying. Somebody in their right mind should have said, hey, sweetie, like you can't ride this ride. You know, he was a big dude, 14 years old, played football. I believe he was from Missouri, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But um, he was just down there for spring break with his family mm-hmm. and was just at the amusement park. And it is... It's one of those things that I just feel like people really need to be mindful of the type of stuff that you share on social media. I get that you want to make bring awareness to certain things, but you have to realize at the end of the day, we are all people and we all have families and friends. And once you post something, it's out there. And you're posting it because you want to make somebody aware, not realizing that the family and friends of the people that you're posting have to see this too. And it's not right. It's not fair. It's not safe. It is very traumatizing. Because once we are over this one story this week, you know, they have to continue to remember that this video was shared around the world online. And that's the unfortunate part of social media, the desensitized part. But may he rest in peace, prayers and love to his family, because I know that's that's hard. I mean, that's hard. it's, It's very hard. And people like myself who are like empathic and we just like take stuff like that and mm-hmm. hold on to it. Like that was been in my spirit since yesterday. And it's just like, my God, my God. And stop sharing that. Yes, like, please, please stop sharing like, it. Like stop tagging people. Stop saying, oh, I didn't see the video. Send it to me. Like you don't need to see it. Like I'm so tired of us like wanting to see traumatizing videos online. Like why are we sharing people getting shot in the head? Why are we sharing sharing drive-bys and, and fights and stuff like that? Are y'all serious out here? You can't be. Because how are you so desensitized to violence that you're okay with watching somebody get killed in cold blood? Like, that's crazy to me. That is absolutely crazy to me. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess we could just segue into this week's topic. Okay. (laughs) We decided that we were going to talk about social media, like just the pressures of social media. Like we just talked on being desensitized to to stuff that happens in social media. It's gotten really bad. I'm gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Like it's gotten really bad for in like in the individual sense and just across the board. People don't feel like they could be themselves anymore or they're pretending to be something else, or you know, we're sharing things that are just really not supposed to be shared. Mm-hmm. And um I don't I just think it's ridiculous. So I wanted to ask you when it comes to this topic of social media, do you feel like you are your authentic self on social media? I would say no. Mm. I would say no. I don't believe that I do anything that perpetuates me in a brighter light. I am myself as silly as I am. Mm -hmm. I am myself as intellectually sound about certain topics. But do I fully engage with like my whole life on social media? No. Like, do you mean in that realm or? Do you just feel like what is put out there is true to you? Like, do you feel like I'm putting this out there just because it's who I am? Or do you feel like you're pushing stuff for the sake of what you feel like you have to because of social media, how it's been? No, I I guess in that aspect, I can say it myself. I don't feel like I necessarily have to put out. Like, I'm not on a trip every week. I'm not. I don't work the perfect job. I don't have the perfect life. You know, I don't post my flaws, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. I don't post things that are going wrong, necessarily. Outside of my dad, I think that's probably, like, the only sad thing that I've posted. And, you know, things happen to me every day, B. So, <laughs> I, like, I outside of that, I think I'm okay. You know, I post, I post regular stuff about me being silly. I post about my daughter, you know, 
that is normal for me. That's yeah. the normalcy of life for me. So I don't think I do anything outside the realm. I just don't post all the bad stuff. And I guess that's where you could, well, not bad, but stuff that's just normal. Real, real personal. Yeah, yeah, normal stuff. Normal stuff that happens to me every single day that may or may not make somebody cry. I don't post that stuff. Right. And I would say the same for me. I feel like, yes and no. Like I, I post stuff that correlates to who I am, but I'm also careful about what I post mm-hmm. off of the strength of what it might project. Right. I get people. that. Because yeah. it'd be a lot of ratchet stuff I'd be wanting to post on social media. <laughs> like, I ain't, I'm not going to hold y'all. Like I'd be wanting to post, not myself, like me doing that is getting too loud. Like I'm not that girl. Like, <laughs> but certain memes and stuff I'd be wanting to, I'd be wanting to post and stuff. And I'm just like, I feel like somebody going to be like, Oh no, not the inspirational, not the yeah. Christian, not the yeah. okay. I can see that. <laughs> not the that. you know, and I'm just like, but y'all gotta know, like my real people that know me, I'm still, like, I'm we joke all day, yeah. like you know, I'm silly. Everybody be looking at me like, think, girl, get your life together. That's why I think that's why people have the close friends like yeah. that, that because you can't really be yourself on the whole page. So your close friends get that version of you that you don't want everybody else to see. Like for instance. On my page, I may have, you know, a couple pastors, a couple church people, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, judge the, not judge yourself, whatever that Bible (laughs) verse is. And, you know, I might want to post something that might have me twerking outside of my car. It's just me. You know, like, if you know me, you know I'm a twerker. It may not be the right version of twerking, but I do what I can with what I got. (laughs) I may or may not post that because I don't want to offend my pastors and my pastors' aides and usher boards, members, and all those people that are on my page. And so I guess with that being said, I do monitor, you know, to an extent what I post. And also on the flip side of that, sometimes I'll be wanting to post things that are about my life that I want other people to know, kind of like just my story, Mm -hmm. my life. And I choose not to post those things because I feel like it may offend other people that are part of that story. Mm. And then sometimes I wonder, like, should it matter? Because it's still my story. So don't I have the right to tell my story in whichever right a way that it is, whether that or not is it offends somebody, you know, you know, sorry, not sorry. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's weird. It's a weird catch 22 to be a part of. I just feel like we need to renormalize it being OK to post what you want, because someone will sit, look at that and be like, oh, would you be in faith? Because. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people aren't going to get the same version that they get of me on social media. On right. social media, I am I come off more reserved. I come off... not. I don't even want to say, because mm-hmm. I am these things. Like I am a reserved person. I am someone who's very like... I like to enlighten people on certain things. I'm very driven and all the other stuff. But in my downtime off of social media, I'm also a goof. I love to dance. I, <laughs> I make inappropriate jokes. Like If you know me, I, I can be very inappropriate. <laughs> and so I feel like someone would be like, you different from social media, right? right? Like, and mind you, that's you know, maybe it's that's just not the version that you're accustomed to learning. Like, that's not yeah. the version that you know, and it doesn't make me different. It's just not, you know, I'm not my. I don't want to say I'm not my authentic self. I'm not my hundred percent complete self on social media. So you don't, you don't get us fake. Does that make us fake? <laughs> I don't know because that goes back to that question of like make, if you're okay, let's not things, say fake. It's not make it. We're not fake. We're filtered. Okay, I could let's I'm put that on fake. a shirt. <laughs> let's substitute the word fake with filtered. Filtered, not fake. Right. I like that because I have the right to show you what I want to show you. Right, and you just gotta take it or leave it. And you know, everyone makes you feel bad because they're like, 
oh, everybody only posting when you up, nobody posts you. Why am I gonna post when I'm broke or when I'm struggling to find a house or like, like know, the West find- Indian thing in life is you don't tell people your whole life or your whole story because there's wicked people out here and people mm-hmm. prey on your downfall and people people feed off your downfall. So you get those people that you ain't heard from in centuries. And as soon as you post something sad, they oh, you know, I'm praying for you. Oh, how you doing? What's going on? And like you, I, you know. You ain't been talking to me for the last 10 years and now you want to know what, what's going on in my life. You're just being nosy. Mm. So there's those type of people that you have to guard yourself and be filtered. Who can see that? <laughs> you have to be filtered around because you, if you out, you out here putting all your business on the front street, you got those people that's praying for your downfall in the background. Not everybody's in your life for your good. Mm-hmm. And also be very cautious of the not fake filter. Yeah. Of the comparison culture on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm to the point where I don't believe nothing I see. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> after Homeboy, well, I mean, before this, but Homeboy, who was married to his wife, he was giving relationship advice. Oh, <laughs> Turn uh, out Derek Jackson? <laughs> Bruh, I'm like, oh, uh, Mr. Jackson. But Mr. Jackson. I grew out of a long time, you know, seeing people in relationships, seeing people going on trips, seeing people getting this, getting that, excelling in business, and comparing myself to them because I had to learn what's for me is for me. Mm -hmm. What's for them is for them. And it's not that you will not acquire these things. It's just not your time. And I think social, not, I think social media makes you feel like everything is in the now. Right. If you don't have this car now, you ain't doing it big. If you're not on this trip, you ain't doing it big. If you don't got this house, you ain't doing it big. If you ain't got the family, you ain't doing it big. And it's just kind of like, it takes the fun out of life. And that's why we have so much depression. We have so much anxiety. We have so much people making haste decisions that make no sense because they just want to try to get to the next thing. And it's just so unfortunate. But like, I just feel like I had to take myself out of that because I remember spiraling down and feeling like, oh, I want to do that. Like, I want to be here. Like, I want to da da da. But then I had to realize it's not my time. I'm going to keep it above. That's I'm still fine. there. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it under. I'm still there. I'm still I'm still working from that that dark place of like looking at social media and not wanting what I see. And it it's not like oh I want the fancy cars or the lifestyle. Like no, I want to know how the content creators do the reels. Like that's what I want. I want to know how to do transitions. I want to know how that mom is able to go on 17 vacations in one month, and I'm struggling to figure out how to get on one in one year. Like, I want to know, that's where I'm at. It's wow. it's not, I don't want the flashy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I want the experiences. I want to know how to figure out, figure out how to get big on, on social media, how to become a large scale content creator. And so when I see other people doing it and I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? Mm. And it may not necessarily be what I'm doing wrong. It's just not, what am I not doing? Period. To you know? where they are. Correct. People put in the work and that when you put in the work that you put in the ethic, that's what you get out of it. And I may not be putting in as much work as I think or I am. Or not. Because we don't even know how some people get in these things. Yeah, you know. You know yeah, or well, not. That's true, too. I was about to make an inappropriate joke, but I called myself. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, like, I, I don't know. That's where I'm at. And so I've recently started, you know, pulling myself off of social media as much as I've been on it. Just, you know, scaling back a little bit. And, the again, the rabbit hole. When you get on one page and mm-hmm. you end up 15 pages deep. Trying not to do that. When I feel myself getting too far in, I'm like, all right, pull out, get off, go do something else. Because I followed this person to see this person, to see that person, to see that person, only to realize, like, I'm just, I'm not envying them, but I'm wanting to be where they are. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Mm. And I, I was on 
Facebook, this person will not be named. But one of my fr- like a friend from a long time ago, she just posted how she got her first car. And she said, you know, she specifically said, I've been watching people, you know, get cars and stuff. And I wasn't going to post this car, me getting this car. And she said, because it's not a new car, blah, 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 blah. And in my mind, I was like, that just took the joy out of, like, maybe she's still happy about getting the car, but like to have to sit there and contemplate, like, when I post this, it's not going to be a new car. So I got to think about the people that's going to judge the fact that I got this old car. Mm-hmm. But since you just bought a car to be able to fit your whole family. Like you shopped smart. You waited till it was your time to be able to get the car. And that was that. Mm-hmm. Like real life stuff before social media. Like you got to realize, and that's the part where it's just unfortunate because you don't, get to celebrate. For her, right. you don't get to celebrate your successes because you're so busy worried about what other people think of where you are in your time. And I think, you know, we both watch uh, Transformation Church and Pastor Mike Todd. He was talking about that once about just being present in your in your now, mm-hmm. being thankful for what your now is, because when you're present here, you can be grateful for what is to come. If you are so busy working on later and you don't you forget about what's happening right now, you yeah. forget to celebrate your successes for right now. And I was like, that's so true because we are all in a position, well, most of us are, in a position where we're just so busy striving to become this person, that person, that person, that we forget that, you know, we we graduated high school, we graduated college, we bought our first car, we bought our first, got our first apartment, you know, we survived the pandemic. We're not even continuing to think Big about on that one. Yeah. <laughs> we all deserve gold medals for that. Yeah, because, you know, we over these masks. So My goodness. We're not, we're so busy just worrying about the future that we forget about the present. And then when the future comes, you know, at that point, we're worried about the next future. So mm-hmm. we, it's at no point are we ever comfortable in where we are at the moment. Yeah. So I was just, and I was so happy to see everybody pouring to her, like, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. I was like, yes, congrats, girl. Like, it's a lot of people still out here without a car. I'm right. And, like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out here still without a car. You get on my nerves. <laughs> so, like, celebrate that. You have a car. Celebrate We're claiming that. it. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Celebrate that. Like, come on. So, yeah, social media is, I mean, it's, I don't always want to down talk and say, like, it's a bad place. Because, you know, social media has a lot of the people that are up right now are up because of social media. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. a lot of people who are <laughs> the content creators of the world and the, the small businesses that now have more, um, Exposure because of the con- the social media uh, the social media realm. We have to be grateful for at least what it is. That's true. And I feel like those people like I've seen so many influencers and content creators. Influencers, even that's say, the word. I'm just sitting here trying to figure it out. For like even two say like, don't take our lives and think that we live in the best life. Right. Like this is still all fake stuff. This is still fluff. Like. You know, half of them are living with each other in some cramped up apartment in LA still trying to make it. <laughs> For real. And like, you know, they just make the glitz and glam look so glitz and glam. And that's the that's the 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 facelift of social media. Like mm-hmm. everybody makes it seem so amazing. But down to the nitty-gritty, like we all drinking milk out of the two percent kick bottle and we all just trying to make it. You know. Ooh, and I have to add this for social media. Um, I feel like we said this before in our in our demo episode. <laughs> It is okay to unfollow yes. anyone that makes you feel 
what would you say intimidated mm, insecure. Um, insecure or even doesn't um what's what is a good way to say it it doesn't help elevate you that but also like there are people that you might follow where you feel like you're comparing yourself to them mm-hmm. it is okay to unfollow those people yeah until you emotionally or mentally get to a place where Let me get my you are right not now. in that oh i've done it and i'm not even afraid I do to it admit it. yeah i'm I've not even it. afraid to admit it like it. because it's one it's okay to love yourself enough to not force yourself to be in that place that's true of insecurity and comparing yourself and i just spin the block like once you build up your confidence a little bit when you feel like you elevated a little bit more if you come across that person page again and you want to follow that's fine like you and I, I oh, I wish I remember everything word for word this girl said that I follow on Instagram. Don't feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. She said that is self-care yep. because it is. And just you might, sometimes it's inspiration, but sometimes it's, it turns into insecurities. And it's okay to not want to feel insecure. I definitely have followed, and I will say this without a doubt, two people that we went to school with over body positivity. And mm. it was mostly because... I saw myself wanting you was aspiring. Yeah, I was the body. <laughs> aspiring to be in that body goal category, and I was just like, I know for one, one of the people for sure is you know it was, it was Bill the Barbie. So things that they had done to their body, I was just like, dang, they body nice. And the other person, I don't know, you know, if they worked out or if it's just genetics. But for me, I feel like I feel like that was genetics. I feel like I think I know who you're talking about. For me, it was just like. Man, I need the I need I can't I can't be here. So I had yeah. you know had to jump off their back their bandwagon for a little bit because it just made me it, if I'm being honest, it ha- I have an insecurity about my body. I just like I Andrew, so I, do I. I have an insecurity about my body. You know, I want to be at a specific place, but I don't like the gym. And so for me to <laughs> not for me to not fully engage and do what I need to do, what is necessary, I won't have the body unless I do the work. Mm-hmm. So until I'm ready to do the work, I'm unfollowing you. Yeah, <laughs> that's just it. Like it's and it's okay. Like people will be like, "Oh, you insecure?" No, I'm smart. Like yeah. I'm. I told you my motto for twenty. I'm preserving my life. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to sit here and be. Listen, I unfollow people like entrepreneurs that made me feel insecure about my, about like where I was business wise. Right. Because I was taking on too much emotions with that. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna unfollow until mm-hmm. I get to the point where I feel like I can follow them again. Right. Like, that's just, it is what it is. Like, I feel like a lot of people will fake the funk, like they got it all together and I'm so confident and I just, and that's okay if you are, but right. like, you ain't got a lot of yourself either. Like, we all suffer from insecure moments, jealousy moments. And that's like, normal. We're human. And, right, that's <laughs> normal. As long as you're not comparing yourself to the point where you feel like you have to do something detrimental to your own life to get to that position. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to aspire to like somebody and whatever they have. You might like it, you might want it, whatever. But as long as you don't change your whom you are to get to that place, I feel like it's okay. And B- admit it. BBL culture and calm down because I know you girls like to tussle. <laughs> You know, but I feel like that that was also another chain effect of people making decisions mm-hmm. off of what and I'm sorry. everybody didn't do it for themselves. Right. Y'all want to sit here and lie like, oh, a lot of people. And I'm not judging. Let me say that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying this is real, this is proof of what it's like when you are influenced so much by social media mm-hmm. that you make decisions based on social media. I I've, I've physically seen people on social media say, I got it done because 
out. All the other girls were getting attention. Yeah. And people, and then you get the people that's out there saying, you know, I just wanted to feel better about myself. And I did this because for me, and I've always wanted to be like this. And I'm like, you know, I'm not, no tea, no shade. You may have always wanted to feel like this, but you never did anything about it until you had an Instagram where you saw all of these bodies across your timeline. Or you may have been with a person who, you know, men scroll. They got, you know, you go on the men's Instagram. Sometimes they got nothing but BBL girl bodies up there. And, you know, that's that's just what they like to look at. And so an uh, insecurity, uh, a slight insecurity, a lightning bolt of insecurity will shock you and make you feel like you too have to look like this or you too have to do these type of things to yourself. And you've then convinced yourself that this is something that you've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like before the age of... <laughs> Instagram and Facebook and Skonex and MySpace. <laughs> wow, Skonex. Skonex. Oh my right. gosh. Black Planet, you know. <laughs> Before all of that, you know, how was it that we didn't know about the culture of BBLs? B- is it BBL? Yeah. Did we, is, we didn't know about it? Did it not exist as much? Or is it like it wasn't, it just wasn't that big? You know what I'm saying? Like, did it become more, did it become bigger because of social media? Not that we just didn't know about it, but because now it's all out there. So now people, that has, everybody has to talk about it. Everybody has to post about it. Beforehand, it was just kind of like a word of mouth thing. But now that you see it so much, now you're going to want to do it. Everybody wants to do it. Another question. Does the response to what you post change your mood? Like, say you posted something, you were so confident about it. Two likes, three views. Does that change your mood? It used to, but now I don't care. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I really, you know what? I've noticed nobody cares about anything that I post about myself. Everybody cares about everything I post about Ryan. Like, <laughs> Ryan be having like 700 likes on stuff, <laughs> and I got like a measly 50. And I'm like, I got 600 friends. With my other, how did she get 700 likes with 600 friends? Mm. So it's like, I really, I, honestly, I don't care. I really don't care. I've realized that, you know, sometimes for me, just posting stuff is for myself. Yeah. Like, I post things because that's what I want to get out of off my chest at the moment. If I want to act silly on a reel, I'll post the reel. If I want to act, like, if I want to put out something that is politically correct, I want, somebody may or may not even watch it. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I had to grow out of caring. Yeah, I don't care. Because I'm like, I mean, what I'm posting is still valid, like you know. Like, yeah, I don't think I really don't think I ever cared. I think that's a that's the part of social media that I can give myself a pat on the back. I don't think I've ever cared if anybody actually like paid attention to what it was. Like, I have mm-hmm. posts that I could go back and look at, and I have to be honest. Like, and it's like, oh man, only ten people liked it, and I'm like, oh well, <laughs> well. <laughs> Like, and then you go back and then you see something like, for instance, I, and I know off the top of my head, cause I just looked at it. I posted something the other day. It had like 50 likes. I posted the picture for my birthday. It had like 107 likes. And I was like, it was a picture for my birthday. My yitties. Yeah. My, my yitties. <laughs> they were yanging girl. <laughs> my yitties was out. I, they Ooh, were, you know, that's something my, no, but that's. Uh, shout out to my sis, but that's something she she always says. She's like, I notice when I post something that's more revealing, mm-hmm. buku likes. Uh, <laughs> Throw that word buku. Buku likes. And then when I just post myself being regular, it's not, it doesn't get the same response. And that falls into you like people having to fit people having to feel like they gotta post more revealing stuff. I mean, luckily she's someone who's Confident, confident in myself yeah. that she's like, I'm gonna post what I post at the end of the day. You know what? I think it's just because I look like a hood dude every day. That <laughs> like it don't make no difference to me. So I guess that's probably is exactly what it is. Cause you know, on my birthday I look like a little lady. You know, but on a, on an average every day I look like a 
a tomboy lady. So I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, post what you want to post. Do it for you. Don't do it for the vine. Are you? <laughs> what what social media platform are you most comfortable with, and why? Oh, Instagram. I'm an Instagram baby all day. Facebook, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Facebook is now for the grandparents, the aunties, the uncles. Yeah. That's what it's for. TikTok. I go in there to get laughs and watch my bogan videos. Uh, that's it. Do you think Instagram. There, do you think there needs to be a, a age limit on social media? Like, Ooh. should we should we stop the youngins from being up there? Because okay, how young are we talking? Because think, the creative in me, I really like to see like these kids that know how to act and know how to dance, like. Mm-hmm. As long as it's monitored by the parents, okay, and what they're posting, like the the entertainment world part of me, like I like to see the kids being creative and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But the side of like, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I'm on the fence about it too because I feel like I feel maybe if those pages, like you said, are ran by parents, sure. But if my 14 year old has her own page, I don't know because. I think more kids are getting in trouble on social media platforms mm. because they're being vetted and and watched oh, by predators, too, yeah. you know? And so with me, for instance, running my child's page, I, everything has to go through me. So I have to see those inboxes. I have to see those, you know, messages. And I'm <laughs> I'm the swipe left person real quick. <laughs> quick <laughs> swipe <ass>. left, block, <laughs> block, and block all accounts associated with this person. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, a kid, a 14-year-old who may be putting up a little dancing video with their friends and somebody, you know, I like your video. I want you to come out and dance on my block party. I want you to dance with the block party. <laughs> Do you feel like social media is growing up kids too fast? It's... If I'm being real, yes, yes, I do. It, but I also feel like it is a large um, part of the parent's job to control that. Mm. You know, what we allow as parents um, dictates to how fast our children are grow up to things. And of course, kids are going to be exposed, whether we want them to be or not, whether it's going to be on social media, TV, in the, on school bus or in school, they're going to be exposed. But how we combat it as parents, I think that changes the narrative of what they see and hear from their friends. So them having a TikTok page or them having an Instagram page at a young age, you know, they're going to be exposed to some things, but you need to have that relationship with your child that you're mm-hmm. able to talk to them about things and even monitor the things that they're a part of. You know, Ryan's three and she goes on YouTube, but her YouTube got like 75 restrictions on it. So she can't watch certain things and she can't go on certain pages and she can't visit the internet on certain stuff. We have to be responsible parents. Cause it's I, tenfold. right. I can't, I can't stand when I hear parents say like, Oh, my child is watching X, Y, and Z, but why is your child watching X, Y, and Z? Why are you allowing your child to watch X, Y, and Z? Why are you just letting the TV raise your kids? Mm. Talk about it. Why are you letting TikTok raise your kids? You know, there needs to be a point in time where we have to take responsibility for our own actions. I see kids sitting at the dinner table on TikTok. Why? On iPads. Right. Talk about it. Why? You know what I'm saying? So don't be mad when, you know, Britney Spears is pretty good. Like, yeah. when Britney Spears is raising your kid and teaching your kids to wear certain things. My bad, Britney. You all right with me. <laughs> you know, don't be mad when, you know, Ari the Don. Sorry, Ari. It is saying certain things and you hear your kid imitating or, you know, articulating in those ways. It's because you allow it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want them to do certain things, you have to be able to put a stop to it. Because I will say that, not to make excuses, but you know teenagers. They they get they around do stuff. It. Yeah, yeah, they, they going to do it. We did that's, it. Where, oh, that's where you need to have a relationship of talking to your child. Making it, let's change that. 
it's not only about talking to your child, it's making your child comfortable to talk to you. Correct. Correct. Because talking to your child for some people could be like, uh-uh, you ain't doing that, da da da. That's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's a dictatorship. That's a dictatorship. Right. right. <laughs> That's not a conversation. Allowing your child to be able to say or one, express themselves. Mm-hmm. And then if you you're seeing certain things go a certain way, you could be like, We gotta have a talk. Right. This is the path you're going down. Let's just air it out all right now. Like, you know. I remember as a kid, and I know all of our mothers said it to us one time or another, like, I'm not one of your little friends. That little <laughs> saying right there. And I'd be like, yeah, you're not. So don't expect me to come talk to you like you're one of my little friends. But as a parent now, I've decided that I want to be one of your little friends. I want to be your mama and your little friend. Because when Susie Q and all of them is out there, you know, pumping it in the backyard with little boys, I want you to be able to come <laughs> talk to me about it. Because right? I done snuck up your little friend, okay? <laughs> ain't gonna talk about it. <laughs> You know, when kids are out here doing what they're doing, I want you to be able to come talk to me about it and ask for my advice. And I don't want to be that parent that I have to find out things about my child from somebody else's parent. Mm. That's kind of hurtful when somebody else's parent comes to tell you that your child has been locked up or, you know, I had to go bail your child and my child out or I they was involved in something at a party and this happened. And I'm finding these things out months and months after the fact. I never want to be that parent that has to be notified from anything about anything about my own child than from anybody other than my child. So and I plan on being that parent that, you know, you come talk to me. Sit at the table. Let's eat McDonald's. And one of the best things I always say this, and I'm going to say it to the day I die. One of the best things my mother could have done is create that relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Like my mother made me comfortable telling her when I was dating girls. Sorry, if you never knew that. But she made she made me comfortable telling her she made me comfortable telling her when I first had sex. Like she made me comfortable telling her a lot of stuff that if I just grew, like if I just probably kept it to myself mm-hmm. or didn't have the parents make me feel comfortable, I don't know how you would have turned out. I would have turned out. I want to be like real with you. I can look at and I love my family and y'all know I love y'all. But I can look at some of my family members and and realize like we came from two different parental types. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like my aunts were a little bit more open. So my cousins are a little bit more open. And my mom was like, hell to the no, no, no. Like, <laughs> you're not going to be that type of person. But still, the strictness still gave me a little leeway and a little segue to be able to talk to her about certain things. So now me and my mom have a real, like, we friends. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I look at her like I'm the parent and she the mother, she the daughter. But it's still to the point where I can converse with her or talk to her about whatever's going on in life and not feel like I'm talking to my mother. And that's a great relationship to have because, like you said, whenever you want to talk about something that is extreme, like your sexuality, mm-hmm. which is hard to talk about with your parents, obviously, yeah. but you want to talk about your sexuality or being or getting pregnant or having kids or an STD or anything that's kind of like, you know, we're being real. It's difficult to talk about with your mother and your father when you have open relationships with your parents like that. You know, it, it makes it a little bit easier. I know my dad wasn't one of those people. I can <laughs> I could not go to my dad about boys, like pregnancy. I was a whole grown up in my own house, graduated college, and told my father I was pregnant and he like flew the moon. Like that was he was like, You have to do this and you have to like pump your brakes, bro. Like pump your brakes. I did exactly what you asked me to do. I graduated, I got a degree, I finished school, I don't owe you or the the government no money. Like I did exactly what you asked me to do. I live in my own house. I don't depend on you or mommy for anything. You know, this is, this is, I'm okay. You, you did what you're supposed to do. So with that, we talked about the negatives of social media. I will say there were some positives Mm -hmm. and we're going to step back to like 2020 when 
it was televised how poorly our people were being treated. Yes, the revolution will be televised. That's the most I've seen of injustice yes. my whole life. <laughs> you know, I was telling somebody that before. I was like, you know, we're not taught these things, obviously, as people of color in school. You know, our history is not on the forefront. So social media does um, allow for us to put Black people and the lives and the existence of Black people on Front Street. Mm -hmm. And it does allow for us to celebrate our successes, our culture, mm -hmm. our music, our our businesses without yeah. feeling um, like less than or second to any other culture. I will say that about all cultures for real, for real. It allows everybody to have their own space mm -hmm. and live in their own realms. And it also allows us to interconnect where we can connect with other spaces and other realms and other cultures without us feeling like ours is second nature. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I appreciate social media for that much. Yeah. I do also appreciate the fact that black people are elevated on social media. Like it's come on. It's like, you know, not no disrespect to anybody or anybody else's culture, but we here and we putting our stuff out there and we wanted to be seen and we wanted to be known. And if you're not here for it, we don't care. Grimms. Hashtag so white Grammys. Like we the culture that create culture. Right. Like we're and, and we're making sure that everybody knows that now. Like so I appreciate that about social media as well. So yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> this wine was good. I don't care what y'all said. <laughs> Baby, it what's was. in this wine? <laughs> I feel sexy. <laughs> Yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I truly do. Um, stay tuned. We have so much in store for you. You have no idea. We have a list. <laughs> That's a of topics. List. Yes, yeah, we have so much that we want to talk to y'all about because, like I said, we, these just be normal conversations for us, and we decided to share that with you guys and let you in on some of our, you know, deepest darkest secrets. Maybe, maybe not. This has been in the works for months now. <clears throat> Probably yeah. I feel like when I was living in my old apartment, we talked about this. We talked about this for a very long time, and you know, besides that, we've had our separate podcast lives. You know, I had the Elevate Her podcast, mm -hmm. and Tay, you had Quick Convos with Kay, and then broadcasting. Mm -hmm. And so we just decided that you know we're gonna we're gonna try this out, and we're gonna be consistent. Amen. And we're here. So, like I said, make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. If you made it this far, we appreciate you. This is our first official episode. Make sure you share it and um, follow us on Instagram once more at the Blessed and Elevated Podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> this is going to be my closeout voice. Next one. <laughs> Later, y'all. Yeah.